Hey, it's Heidi Rain back with another warrior talk. I am so, what do I have in my hand here? I actually forgot to put this away. Before I make a video, if you're listening to the podcast and you're not watching this video, you'll, you'll just have to imagine in your mind. I have here in my hands a little statue of Jesus. And it's just Jesus uh, looking up with his palms open and kind of welcoming in the energy of God. And so I know I, I, do, I really don't want to show you that, but here's the thing. I don't want to push pause and do this over again. So here's the truth. Every time before I do a video, I say some kind of a meditation. I do some kind of hold my my Jesus and like meditate with it and think, okay, let, let the spirit of God come through me and let you hear something you need to hear today or see what you need to see today or know what you need to know today. And I feel like I need to do that because I'm not just doing this for myself. I'm actually very introverted. I don't enjoy making videos. I know that sounds crazy for somebody who has so many freaking videos and podcasts, but the truth is I don't do it for me. I don't enjoy um, social media. Like I've never been one to be the type of person that's going to like post their plate of food on the internet or, Hey, look at me, look at me. I just, I'm more of an incognito type of person than that. So the only reason that I come to these videos and make these videos is because I believe that I need to be of service, that I am in agreement with God that all of the experiences I've been through in my life, all of the terrible things I've suffered through, and even some of the great things that I've had the, the privilege of going through are all in preparation to lead me to this moment, to whoever is listening on the other end of this, to guide you back home to some form of sanity, some form of strategy to know exactly what to do or solace, just finding comfort. And so I always have to like, it's a battle between ego and spirit. The ego says, well, what are you going to talk about? And what are you going to say? And then the spirit says, but just get on and talk and I'll fill your mouth up with what to say. And so how I prepare for these talks, you've just seen. I literally sit here, I meditate and I and I go live or I hit the, the record button. I don't edit these videos later on because I just, number one, I don't know how to do that. Number two, it's, it's too time consuming for me to even do that. So let's hope that by me being obedient to come on here and show up and just riff with you a little bit, that I am going to share something that's of value to you today because I want you to know that's the only reason that I show up here. Now, beyond that, beyond me showing up here, my work that I'm called to do is in my private uh, containers that I have. You can learn more about the work that I do um, where I come alongside of you at HeidiRain.com. If you're interested in that, you can go check that out and learn more. So let's go ahead and we put Jesus down or Jesus could maybe just like stay with us for this um, talk. And his little head can be right here at the top of the screen. This talk is titled today, You're Not Wrong. Now, who in the world would need to hear a talk, You're Not Wrong? Most people, you know, are very adamant about what they think and what they feel and what they believe. And they're really like rooted down in what it is that they think, feel, and believe. And you sometimes might even be rooted down in what you think, feel, and believe on a normal everyday basis, right? You can share your opinions. You can state what you think and feel. 
But when it comes to dealing with an addict or an alcoholic in your life, you are always on that fence, questioning and wondering to yourself, am I doing the right thing? Did I really see what I saw? Am I really experiencing what I'm experiencing? Am I being overly sensitive? Am I expecting too much? Is this really happening or am I making this up? Are they really sober or are they relapsed? Uh, did, 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 did they take that or didn't they take that? I mean, the list goes on and on. And so what happens is, is you find as the partner of an addict or an alcoholic, you get into this tete-a-tete where you're like in a court of law now. And all of a sudden you have the burden of proof on you. And your whole life in a relationship with an addict or an alcoholic becomes about proving that you're not wrong. So you go into that proving mode and you might even start to collect evidence so that you're not wrong. You're not wrong about how much they're drinking. So maybe you start to check off the bottle and you take that bottle of vodka or, or whiskey and you measure it off and you put it back and you have like a little secret way that you keep track of how much is missing so that you have proof. Maybe you take out your cell phone and whenever they're under the influence, you start recording them around the house so that when they come to you the next day and say, well, it really wasn't that bad, or you don't really know what you're talking about, you can whip out the evidence and show them in your court of law, well, here, I'm going to prove to you that I'm not wrong. Maybe um, you keep the receipts for things so that you can add up how much money they've been spending, or you track their history on their computer to look at the things they've been looking at and show them the evidence. And so your whole life in a relationship with an addict or an alcoholic becomes about proving that you're not wrong. But what I want you to consider today, just to think about today, what if we operated from here on out under the idea that you're not wrong, that you are a hundred percent correct in everything that you're doing and you decide and thinking and knowing, and you decided in that moment that you were gonna own the fact that you're not wrong now what? What would your life be like if you stopped trying to prove to the person who's incapable of seeing in the first place? Let's just be real about that conversation. All right. You know, damn well, you can show a video of somebody throwing up, falling downstairs, berating you, acting like a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And they will look at you and say, well, I, I, that must be a voiceover. I don't know what you did in that video, but that's that's not me. I, I didn't I didn't do that. That I, I, you I don't know what you did. You edited that. You put and even still, in the face of the evidence, well, look, this is drafted out of the account. Well, I didn't take that out of there. I mean, you must have taken that out of the account and not known that you did that. The level of master manipulation and gaslighting that goes on in an addicted scenario is mind-boggling. It literally is the very definition of gaslight. It is the very definition of them making you question your own sanity until finally to a point where, again, here you are with your bag of evidence marching into court and nobody even ever hears the case because you still, like I said, in the face of evidence, they're, they're still gaslighting and, and trying to manipulate right up into the end. And I want to throw some compassion on that fire, okay? and a little bit of understanding on that fire. And what I want you to know is when somebody is rationalizing and gaslighting and minimizing to that level in their addiction, they're in so much denial about what's really going on with them that they half believe that they're telling the truth. 
they they literally have convinced themselves they're in so much denial they're hijacked about what the addiction really is, how deep they are in it, how much they're actually using. Well, you've drank this much. Well, I didn't drink that. The kids must've got into it or you must've drank it and didn't know. And, you know, it's on and on and on. And they're in such denial that they are never, even in the face of evidence to prove that you're not wrong, going to agree with you and say, you're right. And even if they do for a minute, well, you're right. I know. And th then it's usually in this weepy kind of like, I know you're right. I'm an asshole, right? It goes right into the victim thing. Like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I'm such a jerk. I'm such a terrible person. And they put you in this position where then you're going to have to say, well, I am right about this, but I don't want you to hurt your feel. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want you to be hurting. And now I'm the bad guy because I'm hurting you with my truth about your addiction. And so then you ease up. And really that was another master manipulation. That was another way that we just got, you just got manipulated out of being not wrong because now you're being made to feel bad for not being wrong. What do you do with all of this? You know, how, how do you start to heal your family? Cause that's, that's what I'm here for. I really believe in my heart of hearts that the information that, that I'm, I give to you and the, and the insight and the wisdom that I share with you is step one in turning this whole entire thing around. The first thing you need to know is when I'm singing your song, oh my God, I'm not alone, right? She sees because I've heard hundreds of families tell me the same exact things over time. And over all the time I've been doing this, the stories resonate, right? And, and so we know exactly the next step is what to say and what to do in a situation like that. But the first thing you need to know is you're not wrong. You have nothing to prove. Now what? What if it's true that you actually see what you see? What if it's true that you actually know what you know is going on? What if it's true that you feel what you feel and you're justified in feeling whatever it is that you feel? What is next for you if all those things are true? If you waste all your time and energy proving that you're not wrong to somebody who's never going to see the righteousness of any of it in any way to begin with, and you waste all your time trying to prove that you're right, you don't ever get the, a chance to heal what's going wrong. You're not wrong. Now what? Hopefully this has been a good talk for you today. Do you think, Jesus, that this has been helpful? Let's hope so. And I know it's a little strange, but you know, the more that we gather here together, uh, the more you're going to see into my strange ways. Um, I hope this has been helpful for you. If you want to take the next step and you want to learn more about how to um, break free from the patterns that you're in of trying to prove yourself, trying to justify yourself, trying to like prove, you know, you're not crazy to crazy then I want you to consider coming alongside of one of our small groups, our semi-private coaching containers where we heal. And we, we learn strategies and systems and exactly what to do so that we can um, turn this whole thing around and really help our family and do the things that you always wanted to do, which was to have a happy, loving, joyous, and free family. And that's what I help you do. Okay. I love you. Take excellent care. And I'll see you in another Warrior Talk. Bye.